This is a HeadGum Podcast. The discussions on Robot Congress are for entertainment purposes and to help correct random people on the internet. Any law discussed is general commentary only and not to be taken as legal advice. Specific facts will always alter the case. Have a problem? Hit the gym and lawyer up. Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I am Austin Hoffman, and with me are my good compatriots, Ryan Morrison and Allie Rothman. Hello. Hey, everyone. You would almost call us your friends. Oh. But would you? <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about friendship and relationships Hooray. over distance. So we uh, uh, sent out a tweet we asked on the show and just harassed you guys to basically send us as many ideas, criticisms, uh, comments, concerns, whatever, to our email address, robotcongresspodcast at gmail.com. And boy, did you come through, but not how we wanted to. Over <laughs> half of them asked for Austin to bring back his absolutely terrible segment called Austin's Corner, whatever the hell you called it, where you just ramble for a few minutes about whatever's on your mind that week. He does that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, uh, several of you said that I should not ramble for more than two to three minutes. <laughs> so you want to dip your toe in, but you don't want to submerge yourself in rambling. Which is why I think Ali and I always cut you off, because when, when we're setting up the recording software and when we're getting ready to record, you're rambling the whole time. You don't stop. I literally... Yeah, I really wish you guys could hear that part. Yeah, I joined the uh, the Discord. We record through Discord because Austin's across the country. And I hopped on today and you're just, you're already singing. You're just belting a song and you didn't know I was going to join. You had no audience and you're just <laughs> singing away. So you're a true entertainer and I love and respect it. And at the end of the episode, you can do a rant, which all you told me you're going to talk about is supermarkets. So just. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me about I don't know if. I'm happy that we wrote that I don't know down. if that counts as a teaser, but there you're all teased. <laughs> so we live across the country from one another. Yes, we do. And we bridge that gap with technology. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. So we're still doing the segue. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about friendship and the future of friendship, the future of what it looks like because of the internet. And then we're, of course, going to throw in a little legal context with what Facebook has done to just friendships in general and why. Oh, yeah. Well, if you think about it, I am 33. Allie is 40. That's rude. 45. 42. You should look this good That's at 45. <laughs> and Austin is a young and beautiful 32. And we are all still friends with our high school friends. We're still friends with so many people we grew up with and a big re and maybe friends is the wrong word and we can get into that, but we all at least know a lot of close yeah, friends. We all know a lot of high school people exist still when our parents definitely didn't have the same luxury or relationships when they were in their thirties. And I really genuinely think that is largely in part to Facebook. We all moved away. We went to different colleges. We have, we now live across the country. We all have different lives. But scroll back to 2004 when we all were starting college in, our, in my generation. For yourself. Yeah, my group. And <laughs> Facebook had just launched in 2004. And all of a sudden, I had a way to keep in touch with my friends who went to Miami or my friends who went to Minnesota. You didn't have friends who went to Miami. Whether I, you wanted to or not, they I wasn't would find your friend. you. I, we were not friends. 
I don't, I would be hard pressed We're to say we are now. That's right. Wait, 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 wait. Weren't you on the MySpace? I was absolutely on MySpace, which I wouldn't really say was the same thing. MySpace was kind of dying when Facebook started up. We had graduated from high school and graduated from MySpace. And then... And AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, yeah. AIM was a whole other thing. So AIM was, was absolutely still popular when I went to college. That was your trajectory. We kind of stopped using MySpace when everyone used AOL Instant Messenger. In college, I came back to my dorm room one day and we got a whiteboard for our front door like every room did, which was stupid. It would say like, hey, party here at eight. <laughs> and we had one. And on it, somebody just wrote Facebook.com. And this was 2004. So people didn't just run around writing websites at you. That's not how they promoted things. So I was so <laughs> curious. What is Facebook? I'm going to go put it in and see what that website is. And then instantly it was everyone on college was using it. We were using it to find who you were dating, oh, who you were hanging out with. See, I got on Facebook like as soon as you decided what college you were going to and you got your email address assigned because yes, you needed a college email address to even sign up for Facebook. You immediately started meeting people who like who were going to that school. So I wasn't even in college. This was like summer before my freshman year and I was already connecting with people who were going to the same school. Yeah. And jokes aside, Ali is younger than me and that's why. I mean, Not my, much. just one year. But that was it. It launched yeah. when I was already in college. So, so we didn't have that same opportunity. But it was genius because you needed a college ID to get on. And all my friends back home who didn't go to college were so jealous they were not in this revolution that was Facebook. So I totally get why when Allie got accepted to college and got her email, the first thing she did was sign up to Facebook. I was on the... Did you go to college, Austin? <laughs> yes, I went to college. Although I did not join Facebook. I, I was in the uh, I was the anti-social media club uh, until... What was it? Oh, I joined Facebook to meet a girl that my aunt was trying to hook me up with. Did you? Did it go well? It did not. No, it did not. But uh, I was on Facebook after that, and I did. Oh, that was at the time that they, you did not need a college email. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they opened that up after yeah, a couple of years because it became so popular they didn't need to hold it off anymore. And Facebook's gone through three thousand different iterations, has stolen all of our information throughout the the trek. And we are doing an episode on privacy, so while we can briefly touch on it, I don't think we need to so much. But what's interesting is Facebook helped keep people in touch with each other and people interested with each other because all Facebook used to be really was a wall. Where you could write back and forth mm-hmm. messages. There was no private messaging. You would write on each other's wall so everyone could see. Yeah, it was basically the timeline and the wall. Yep. And then the only other part was interests. So we would all put a novel in of every little band we liked, every movie we liked to find people with similar interests on campus and meet and hang out with them. And what that really was, was Facebook data mining everything we could possibly be interested in. So they're still 10 years later now advertising to me, Jesus Christ, it's 15 years later, but they're advertising to me just, just <laughs> the same they were. And you know what? Their advertising is on point, at least for me. I see things on there all the time that I would spend money on. Yeah, and we've talked about that. I mean, I don't want to see an ad for tampons. I want to see an ad for the new Avengers movie. They do that. They know what's yeah, up. I only see RPG stuff on there. It's and I was the furthest thing from an attorney brain in undergrad. So, you know, every privacy policy that came out, I couldn't click fast enough. Okay, 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 <laughs> to get on. Oh, we still I click still okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and we, like I said, now you just know we've talked screwed. about it at length in the past. We're going to do an episode in the future with uh, our privacy expert attorney at the, the law firm. For now, let's just accept the fact that we all ruined our own lives by clicking OK on all that stuff. We've never tried to fight it. And Edward Snowden died for nothing. Moving on to happy friendships. We are now in a place where Facebook has gone so far the other way that all of our parents are on it. Your family's on it. Every deadbeat from the town you didn't mo- you moved away from, but they didn't is on it. It's all the people you don't want to talk to. Like they're either selling you a pyramid scheme 
they're trying to get you to do heroin or it's your mom checking on you. You're going on some rant about something you could not care less about. Or exactly that. It's all just political fights back and forth. And to everyone who one starred reviewed us about my Trump comments, we can all just move on. Take a breath. You don't need to do it. Uh, <laughs> Facebook's like an iPhone. Everyone uses it, but they don't want to use it. No, it's not That's like that at all. Terrible analogy. Yeah, we've no. This is Austin being a, an elitist non-iPhone user when really you're the only friend I have that's not blue text. And Gross. it makes me not include you in group text. That's disgusting. It is. You could include me in group text. Oh, because it would make the whole group. The green. whole group would yeah. be green. Okay. And no one wants to deal with that. I want to talk on Wi-Fi. Well, that's why we've moved past now. We've now moved past text messaging. And we've moved into the age of group me and Discord and which group chat is going to be the best one. We've actually like gone backwards to aim. But instead of just talking on our computers, we could do it with our well, phones. So I, I wanted to talk about that. That's actually funny now. about the way we are communicating with friends. Future Futurama has this really funny scene where Bender has a cell phone. He's walking down the street and he sees an old payphone because he traveled back in time. And he says, oh, my God, a phone on the street. I don't have to carry this piece of garbage around with me anymore. And he throws the cell phone out and he thinks the payphone's this genius idea to not have to carry a phone. Oh, that is yeah. such a good scene, except it was Hermes. OK, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't go back in time. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I watched a different your, episode your than you. But that's that's long story short. I mean, that is what we're doing now. Basically, we, we have all gone back to text chat. We no longer want to talk to each other on the phone. If one of my friends calls me, I find it the most aggressive, assaulting take on my personal time I can possibly imagine. It's Let so alone if you FaceTime me. I was just going to say, some people FaceTime as if it's normal phone. Like, it's so subjective. It's because all of that time is now dedicated to that person. It's hard to do anything else if you're on the phone, even more so if it's a video chat. You know, that's why text messaging is so convenient because you can send a message and then at the next moment that you can check it, you can receive the message and then respond back to it. So it's at your convenience as opposed to dedicating your whole... It is so cumbersome wow, so and terrible. To be on the phone. It is. It's. Ter- I can multitask when I'm texting you. If if I'm on the phone with you, I'm ignoring you, and that's the difference. And we need to live zero, every minute of our lives. Such a better connection when you're FaceTiming and looking at the human talking to you. Oh well, I don't think I FaceTime anyone ever. That's lame. Just kidding. You FaceTime me every I night. I do not. Are you sleeping? No, honestly, I think I, it's it changed for me, and I started using it much more frequently when I moved far away from my family. So yeah, because yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't. I don't FaceTime my family because they couldn't figure out how to FaceTime. <laughs> That's the big difference there. But yeah, I think because with... Wow, I'm terrible. I don't FaceTime my dad. I just think it's really funny because life right now is essentially the exact opposite of how I grew up. And when I was younger, my parents would say, hey, go outside and play. Get out, get out of that chat room that you're in. You know, that's that's weird. That's some, get out, out of that basement, the wrong Allie. People. And nowadays, you absolutely cannot go outside to play. And it's way more normalized to have friendships online. Yeah. We're not going to let little Billy take the dog to the dog park and walk around. Who knows what's going to happen there? We're going to shove him in his room with his computer so he can talk with his friends. They made in it became randos that he's playing games with all over the world. Yeah. My, my, uh, my uncle was actually just joking about this, that it used to be back in the day, you would kick the kids out of the house to get a break, but now you just hand him an iPad with an, with Netflix on it, and it's the same kind of break. I could see this as a cartoon and newspaper. Actually, I can just see like the like the, the the foot kicking the kids out of the door, and it says 1980s in the top right, 
And then the next panel down would be 2019, and it would be like, I well, know, I would like stick parents, to like, podcasting, Austin, but that's a great comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, that's every Calvin and Hobbes comic. He would be th- that exact <laughs> this thing you just described. Uh, but anyway, so that that's true, though. Like, we are the last generation of people to grow up playing outside as the norm. I would go outside. We would say we're playing X-Men, and I would call myself Wolverine, my brother Juggernaut, and I would just punch him in the face for three hours. And that was playing. <laughs> and now now you do that, but in Fortnite. And that's the difference. Or like how about just playing tag or something? Like Well, but when we were kids, they don't play tag anymore. Yeah, well, there was that movie tag where they did that, remember? But they were adults. they were older than us. Yeah. How about that movie The Sandlot? No, where we're they not all doing this. baseball. Oh. Austin's seen anyway, five movies. Uh, and maybe it's because and I'm the only female in this group, but maybe also it was like way more frowned upon to be active in chat rooms when I was younger because there were, uh, there I, I think them people were concerned about predators yeah. everywhere, I, I, regardless of what your okay, kid was. I don't think it has anything to do with female. I think it has to do with uh, parents caring about you. Uh, <laughs> Cause my well, parents, it, no, I think it's parents caring about you and the, the media that they took in regarding like what was online. fair. I mean, my parents had no idea what the internet was. They set up AOL for us for sure. And then I got involved with like what I thought was the dark web. Like I, I used to, find every way to, to screw with people or I, I would have punters if you remember those punters was something you would type in your friend's name and it would kick them offline and then I acted like a hacker with that I figured out how to open hacker yeah, man. I figured out how to open your CD tray from my computer but all that stuff was really just ancillary what it really was you'd go into a chat room you would type ASL which yeah. stood for age sex location <laughs> and I was or ASEL that's age sex exact location AOL was just random chat rooms you'd go in you'd talk to people all over the world and you would type ASL it would start a conversation oh my god me too I could not wait to get home from school and jump on AIM yeah for sure and then AIM was all about what was your AIM names mine was Menorah man mine I, mine's <laughs> Mine's mine's I got me kebab two exclamation points that was my aim name I took that from wow, a web I got me a kebab what does yeah. that mean oh man that's so unfamiliar well it, it's it was like a sonic web comic and I don't know tails had a kebab at some a point kebab, he like just said I got me a kebab yeah like a kebab so, so you that, thought that was that, funny that's that, what stuck that's with hilarious me. yeah mine was menorah yeah. man because I used to think that was funny I still do wow guys maybe I was just the more mature one that's a word what that's a word for boring is mature <laughs> what was yours Allison Rothman no not even close <laughs> it was <laughs> it was actually ADR 2987 and I dare you to guess what it stands for Dennis is it Dennis <laughs> yeah. Yes, you nailed it. I don't it. know what your middle name is. Yes. yes. Allison Dennis Rothman. Yes. 2987. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Please don't say anything. Austin, can you figure out why it's 2987? Yeah, she was born on the 29th of the 1987 <laughs> year. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. In yeah. fact, you owe her a happy birthday. Yeah, you didn't it wish me a happy passed. birthday last week. Her birthday's February Oh, my God. What 9th. day is it? Rude. Happy birthday oh, to Austin, you. Happy birthday I'm not to you. It's the 29th of February, so you never have to do that again. <laughs> Leap years. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's that was AIM. I mean, that's all AIM was. And then AIM was also uh, the first dating app, too, for sure. Like, I, w- I have never been shy. I would always go meet people in person. But you would flirt a lot on AIM. You would make you, – you would talk to your friends about things you weren't supposed to be doing on AIM. It was – it was the kid underground. And uh, yeah, 
you could spend all your time on that and StarCraft. Mom, don't get on the phone. I'm on the 56K oh, modem playing so StarCraft cool multiplayer. When I got my own phone line. For sure. When cuz you used to that It was, di- it was Hold on, we have to take a step back. Well, for real though. I mean, like this is a dead thing. Most a lot of our listeners oh, are in wow. high school. And the reality is, you, you I know you've all heard rumors of this, but it's still true. You could not be online if you were also using the phone. And the phone, there was no texting. Cell phones didn't exist. So every house had one phone line. And if you were on the internet, your family was cut off from the world. And that was it. And then vice versa, if they were on the phone. <laughs> Until they picked up and heard that terrible yeah. noise, and yeah. then you got disconnected. And then you would get disconnected in the middle of your, your game or from your chat and room. That's or why Morrison would always beat me at StarCraft. Yeah, that's not true. I would always get disconnected. That's not true at all. And the, the reality, though, is yeah, instead of cell phones, they weren't around yet. We would all start to get our own phone lines, and then the internet would get its own phone line, and then cable modems exist, and it changes the world. But that's all happened so quickly throughout our childhood, but there were still years where we didn't even know how bad we had it. If you went to meet your friend at the mall at three o'clock and they weren't there, that's it. You're not meeting your friend that day. You couldn't text them. (laughs) They couldn't let you know you were running late. You just had to sit there like an idiot until they showed up or you gave up. Really, we all strove to that level of communication. That's why it's having smartphones with like these text messaging apps and all that kind of stuff now. It's so addicting because we didn't have any method of communication other than house phones. Don't you feel like the extra effort you had to make in order to communicate with people made it for a very different type of relationship. Absolutely. I I, I I think I'm a bigger flake now because up until 10 minutes before the event, I can say, oh, sorry, fender bender. And you don't have to say it to their face. Right. Yeah, you just have to send a little whoop text message. It's away. And now you don't have to worry yeah, Absolutely. About it. In fact, I have such a problem with it that sometimes I will punch a text message in and I will tell my text message app to send the message in like 10 or 15 minutes because I'm too nervous you about the reply that. that I'm going to get. I didn't know you could do yeah, that in Austin. Do you do that? Is it because you don't have an iPhone? It's because I don't Austin, have Austin, you shouldn't be so anxious. You're a beautiful baby boy and you should be proud of every message you send. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like the, it's that level of interconnectivity and communication that we're living in now is just so different from when we were growing up. It also up. just allows for so much miscommunication because it's impossible sometimes to tell tone over text. And nowadays you see commercials of people using iPhones and iPads and FaceTiming and like the parents are ha- are across the world and they're saying goodnight to their kid while the sun's rising for their, you know, on the other side of the screen. It's crazy. It's literally, I mean. Are you talking about the Epcot ride? I was literally just <laughs> going to say that. I was, Austin, I don't know how obsessed with Disney you are, but I know that this firm and Ryan and I are obsessed and I remember I have no idea what you're talking about I remember about. going on Spaceship Earth the big huge globe that's the ball and Epcot, Epcot yeah and the very last scene was in the future and it was people FaceTiming essentially they were on their computers you know having chat with somebody on their screen and it it was I couldn't even conceptualize that no and I really really don't think that a lot of the the people under 25 listening to this can truly comprehend. We're going to sound crazy in this episode. Well, it's just, I mean, like they've all heard it before. Obviously it's been joked about before, but you have to comprehend that we saw a Skype video chat growing up on a ride at Disney. And it was the same as seeing space travel, you know, like, but they're going to have things like this too. Like in 10 years, Oh, when the they're going to be having real? this conversation. Everyone gets their Lucy Lou bot. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're, we're really rolling with the future honor. Yeah. yeah. Did I get the right celebrity? Well, Lucy Lou bot was a Lucy Lou bot. All right, so I'm but, one for two. All right, sure, I'll give that to you. Uh, but yeah, t- uh, whether we're doing teleportation or if it is like... What do you mean you'll give it to me? Like, Didn't I just nail it? Well, 
I don't see how Lucy Lubot really directly corresponds to communication. Here. Oh, it's not about communication. I'm saying about the future. There will be no communication. That was the whole point of that episode. No one leaves their house or talks to anyone ever again because the whole point yes, of society. Yes, don't date robots. Yeah, the whole point well, of society is to earn money to take out a girl and then to date them. Well, we're heading there for I, sure. I know we're heading there, yeah. I mean, all everybody I know now chats with their friends through in-game chat and never leaves their house. Discord. And, you know, half our clients meet their business partners online and have never even met them in person. I mean, we're recording this podcast while Austin is across the country and we do it every week. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but we're starting to. We've been really good about it. We put it on our law firm calendar. Yeah, for the last few weeks. Yeah, now that Ali's in, on board, we're, 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 uh, we're knocking it out every week. And the, the reality is, though, like O'Connor, who used to do this podcast, still one of my best friends, I only really talk to him in person once a year or twice a year but well, i that's because he's not on facebook so you can't even Facebook. yeah but who but i talked to him accidentally hit that but is he I, even really your friend but i talk to him every day on apex or whatever the game of the, the week is and that's a great you know o'connor's still one of my best friends because of that and it's it's my but are you actually sorry. talking to him or are you just playing the game no so i was gonna say you catch up. I, I i i know it's like frowned upon but in my group of friends a phone call to each other was never okay. Like we would always, if you were not talking in person or you were not texting, there was no, never a reason to have a phone call. Don't have a phone call for no reason. Don't call to just catch up. It's annoying. Nobody wanted to do it. For example, I got a phone call from a friend a couple weeks ago and I thought, uh oh, like, why is this person calling me? <laughs> there was a problem. That was the only reason they were right. calling me. But when O'Connor and I are talking over Mike in a game, we are absolutely not talking about the game. We're just catching up about life. It's, it's that phone call that, to secure normal friends would have, but we have to be playing a game while we're having it. You have to have the game intermediary in there so you can talk about your emotions. And I your would never just call O'Connor to catch up, but I but we do that. But nightly. if you were at home, would you just go hang out at his house and catch up? Yeah, for sure. Well, you'd go get food or you'd play. Yeah, whatever it is. We grab a drink nowadays. My little brother lives upstate. He's nine years younger than me, but we have a ton in common. And because we have all this stuff in common, and because we have this method of communication we can like watch movies together we watch tv together online we do like three two one we hit play at the same time Aww. and we play games together oh yeah yeah like like because we have such similar tastes it's I amazing that, but like, otherwise you can, like it never fails if the audio is lagging through the phone or through wherever you're okay well we wear headphones so we don't have like the you know we're, we're just each watching the show on our screen and that way we can laugh and joke while we're while we're watching the show. But like, I wouldn't have that. I see them before. I see them maybe every three to five months. Uh, you know, so, yeah, it's nice to stay in touch. It, I used to do that when I was traveling with the girl I was seeing at the time. You know, we would same thing. We would click play on Netflix together, and we would uh, sit on the phone and talk about it. And that's a terrible way to watch a movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's not a bad way to watch a TV no, show. No, fair actually. enough. It's uh, but okay. We've we've rambled enough, and we're, this is not a podcast about nothing. This is a podcast about nothing plus a little. This is not Seinfeld. Uh, a show yeah. about nothing. Thank you. Uh, so let's seriously let's talk about where we see this going. I the the reality is the more all communication is going through your iPhone, or whether it's text or FaceTime or call, the more that we're using whatever replaces Facebook to communicate in, in whatever messenger that might be, the more we're begging for not only re uh, government regulation, but private regulation. Oh, we're going to be like China soon. Well, it, that's a real possibility. You see Trump scream. I promised I wouldn't do this, but you see Trump screaming on Twitter that Saturday, Saturday Night Live is the real problem and needs an investigation into it, all because they're making fun of them. 
what if this country got to a point where that was silenced? It would be so easy to do if the government came out and said, no more making fun of the government. They could shut it down on the, on the internet, oh, YouTube, bam, bam. I mean, having a an app like WeChat, for example, where you just do everything, you chat, you shop, you everything is done through WeChat, which is run by the Chinese government. And I meant that China censors all of WeChat and the entire internet and the yeah, entire, there's that too. you know, you're not allowed to make fun of the Chinese government on the internet. And that's, it's, it's, so I'm not saying, I'm not doomsaying here. I'm not saying that's going to happen in America. I'm saying it's scary how simple it would be. I'm just talking about the aggregation. And I see on the other end, the corporate future where our phones are asking us, hey, do you want to send flowers to Cynthia? Tap yes or no. And it's it's asking you. So you see it there. It's like, man, I'd be bad. I'd be a bad person if I hit no. Right. So you just charge thirty five dollars to your credit card by hitting yes. And Cynthia gets flowers. Well, there's two there's or, two sides to that. What if it was her birthday and you forgot and your phone's reminding you? That's awesome. Then I already do that. Yeah, but that's that's so awesome. We though. just need Facebook to know all of these important dates and then it can just live my life. What'd you what'd you get her for Valentine's Day, Austin? I got her a card. Did you get more than a card, and Allison? Did I get more than a card? Yeah. Yes. Do you think a card is acceptable? It depends what you wrote in the card. Honestly, I would be really happy. Oh, I bet he just signed his name. Oh, no. You are very wrong because I know my relationship with my fiance and we write messages in cards. Oh, uh, sweet. And that's more important. Yeah, a handwritten note is is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's that's very sweet. She still has my cards. You know what I got? And I keep occasionally I try to get her to throw them out because there's so many. (laughs) Depressing alcoholism. But wait, (laughs) I I want to go back to this Facebook event reminder thing. I mean, think about it. The whole Facebook wall, happy birthday on Facebook thing. You didn't know when these people's birthday was before Facebook existed. No. Now you have so many quote unquote friends who are wishing you happy birthday. 180 people wished me happy birthday on my birthday. And that's not anyone I cared about. On her birthdays. You know, hour by hour is reporting how many she calls them hits she gets. <laughs> oh, she's getting hits. Yeah. Don't uh, you talk about my You know, I like actually that. I actually am appreciative <laughs> of the Facebook birthday thing because other because I, I will then know people's birthdays if they are important. Well, well the difference is Austin's friends with his actual friends on Facebook. You and I have you know, five million friends on there that we don't care about. So there are certain people that that just write the basic happy birthday, and I'm like, oh wow, it's so nice of that person to have like to have made that effort and just said hello. Taking the two seconds, and then there are other people where I'm like, save the two seconds, and there was no point in even sending that because I have no idea who you are. And right. You you don't even have my phone number. Yeah. It- also, excuse me, I have 241 Facebook friends. Uh, I know it's not a contest because I would lose No, you're that friends easily. with all of them, though. Like, you legitimately... No, I... I no? I think I got most of them I, I am friends with. I am friends with though. many of them. Yeah, I have so many, so many friends from freshman year of college that I have not talked to since freshman yeah, year of college. Yeah, during that weird period when it was only for college. And you just added everybody. Yeah. And, and... Well, I didn't make any friends at college. I made friends during well, you didn't college go away at college. a game store. Right. So that's yes. why. Oh, oh, well, actually, by the way, the, the colleges the, that I went to all to, the high school people listening, let me take an aside. College is the absolute best time of your life for a million different reasons. You really figure out who you are. You grow into a person. Go away for it. Don't commute from your home. Go stay in a dorm. Be uncomfortable with a bad roommate. I don't care if you don't know anybody there. Go live life and just do something stupid. Almost get arrested, but try not to get arrested and then just enjoy life because I promise 
we get I get a lot of tweets that break my heart all the time about because we've joked on this podcast before, Austin, about how you and I were, were losers in high school and how we overcame and had the fun life still. I was a loser in high school. You were on the cool. You weren't in the cool club, but you were on the cool loser. I was the cool loser. Thanks, <laughs> I guess. But the reality is, you know, I get a lot of tweets from kids just all the time saying or even email saying, hey, you know, I'm going through a really tough time in high school. How'd you get through it? What happens? And I, it's so it's heartbreaking. And I try to respond to all of them. But the reality is. I know there's other people listening who don't write those tweets or emails. And you have to remember that everyone you talk to in high school, you will not remember their name in five years. It is very much big fish, small pond syndrome, and you'll be out soon. But college is where you enjoy life and meet people you want to be friends with and meet people that you want to grow with and and have fun with. So stop depressed in high school. It's completely irrelevant. High school does suck. But to destroy Morrison's point... (laughs) We went to high school together and we're still friends and actually our group of friends, because I think we all shared such uh, we, we all shared like the same like hobbies, like gaming, that kind of stuff. We're still pretty sure. Close. I just got a not- notification. Deanna something from high school got engaged yesterday and literally who cares? I th- I used to be so worried about that person in high school. She was one of my main bullies when I was younger. And now, first off, she looks terrible and she's engaged Stop to it. someone who looks even worse and Stop. screw them both. But I don't I have I think she was the one that ruined my fifth. birthday. Yeah, party. I haven't. But I haven't thought about her in 10 years and I don't care she's engaged and you won't care about your bullies being engaged either. I wish her the best, okay? I wish her the best. Deanna, we wish you the best. And we wish just get off happy. Facebook. That way <laughs> you don't have to see people's highlights. So I don't. My mom does. She'll call me and be like, hey, you remember Eddie from, from high school? Yeah, Ma, I remember Eddie. Well, I'm already yeah. enjoying your your mom's impression. <laughs> oh, I saw Eddie got engaged. Okay, Ma, that's great. I haven't talked to the kid in literally 20 years. And Allie isn't doing an accent. That's really what her mom sounds like. She and does. then, yeah. But Allie sounds like it too when she's talking to her mom on the phone. Allie and I sit by each other at work. And when her mom calls, I hear Allie's, hey, what's up? I'm walking over here. Come on, get the bagel. Oh, guess who I saw today? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I saw Jillian's mother. Mom, who's Jillian? Oh, Oh, you went to high school with her. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's inaccurate. I'm so happy I don't have that experience. My dad only knew the people that came to my house to play D. Your dad has the most strong accent I knew in my childhood, Austin. I wish that we could take a step back in how we communicate with each other and have relationships. But we're taking steps backwards now. We're moving to online chat. So maybe one day this will come full circle. I mean, what do you mean? Because if you look at kids nowadays, they are literally the entire senior class is in one group chat, only with people with blue messages, of course. Uh, but <laughs> I, but they're all, but sir, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, right. my, Green message my cousin out. is 17 and she's in a group chat with like 200 people from her class. And all they do is make fun of three random kids. It yeah, must be absolute I mean, hell to be those kids. But I, it, I don't it think it's going to so go much back. It's easier to be disrespectful and not treat people well. Ultimately, technology is advancing faster than we can cope with it. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. We're, That's why we have Yeah, I mean, what we're doing is watching communication devolve into a an emoji. I mean, the like button on Facebook was the start of it, where people no longer wrote. It used to be, oh, that's hilarious. I really find it funny. Here's why. Then it turned into just LOL. And then it turned into just now, like. Now you just and now you can even just react up. to text messages. Right. Which and I re- hate because it sends me a notification. I think I get a text and there's nothing there. Yeah. If you react to my text message, we're not friends. I don't want to see you thumbs up or right. slam my text or whatever it is. Stop it. Does Facebook still have poke? used to just oh, like be able to, it's, it does, that was it the does ultimate... still have poke, but it's a feature no one uses. Well, so what do you guys hope for the future of communication? I hope that we have these cell phones implanted into the back of our eyes and everything is just holographic. Like and, Alita. Uh, I saw we... Alita last night. She has that. 
Oh, how is Alita? Oh, did you like Alita? I am Alita. That's does that true. that doesn't answer the question. That's, She's I, an emergergerger, and her name's Allie. That's it's inaccurate. Do a flip right now. <laughs> I'm still I waiting to, to hear if you liked Alita. Window over onto that helipad. <laughs> <laughs> Was it better than the live action Ghost in the Shell movie? Answer must I be. I actually did like Alita. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good. nothing but I'm good things about Alita. That. It's it sounds like a good little flick. I don't know. In terms of future communication, I hope it just continues to happen. I I like to talk. Obviously, I like to speak to people. I like to get to know people. And the more this all progresses, the more uncomfortable it is to just say hi to a person in public or start a conversation with the person sitting next to you at a bar. And I don't even mean hitting on them. I mean, just kind of making a new friend. I had somebody do that to me. We all mentioned it was my birthday last week. I'm out to dinner with my friends. Somebody comes over and pokes me on the the shoulder and hands me something. It was the guy sitting part of a group, a co-ed group at the table next to me. And he literally just came over and said... I heard it's your birthday. We're all here for Chinese New Year. My group handed out this tea here. Why don't you have it? Happy birthday. And I was so torn between that's creepy and that's just a really nice thing to do. And I think that was just really nice. But yeah, I love it, but I would never drink that tea. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely not drinking the tea. That's definitely butt tea. No, that's part of the In problem. Case, we can't trust I'm anybody. Try it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I hope we learn to cope with our technology. No, but a random person came over and and spoke to me and wished me a happy birthday. And you know what? I just think that's going to the wayside. And I think that's unfortunate. Yeah. Even my reaction to and it. And if you don't, if you don't drink that, tea, man, this is the the, then... the most senior grandpa grandma episode we've ever done. But. I know we're already reminiscing about the past and we are in our. Yeah, we're all middle aged, buddy. I see how you live. Except for Allie, who's 60. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But all right, cool. So that'll do it. Uh, You can follow the show at robot underscore Congress. You can follow me at Morrison. You can follow Allie at Allie Rothman. And you can follow Austin. And you can follow me down the street at Robot Austin. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, and again, keep emailing the show at robotcongresspodcast at gmail.com. And we will All one word. continue to, I guess, ignore them because we forgot to do it. Take it away. Austin, why don't you make yourself a jingle for Austin's Corner? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's Austin's Corner. Austin time with Austin's Corner. All the things that he does like to talk about. But sometimes he goes on and, and on and on. that's enough. So that'll be the, the theme song. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Austin's Corner. Today, we talked about technology and the way it affects the way we communicate with each other. But do you know what other sacred sphere technology is invading and affecting? That's right, it's your local grocery store. That bastion of wholesomeness and purity, your local grocery store has so many tasty and delicious things for you to discover waiting on its shelves. But when you shop online, be it Amazon's Fresh Pantry or Peapod's fell-off-the-stop-and-shop truck specials, what you're really doing is depriving yourself of an experience. Maybe you think going to the grocery store is a chore. I've heard it said that walking the aisles can fill one with dread. But hey, let me tell you, it ain't no boar's head, the deli meat. There's lots of things to discover at your local grocery store. Be it new bread or pre-made frozen meals of a taste you've not had before. It can all be found at your local grocery store. No need to fret when you have your headphones set plug them in your ears put on some tunes or an audiobook and set sail at your local grocery store
<clears throat> do whatever you want, but you can find cool new things at a grocery store as opposed to just punching in ingredients that you need online. This has been Austin's Corner. Farewell, y'all. Goodbye, Craig. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>